Welcome to the Creative Pen Podcast. I'm Joanna Penn, thriller author and creative entrepreneur, bringing you interviews, inspiration and information on writing, publishing options and marketing ideas for your book. You can find the episode show notes, your free author blueprint and lots more information at thecreativepen.com and that's pen with a double N. And here's the show. Hello creatives, I'm Joanna Penn and this is episode number 595 of the podcast and it is Wednesday the 29th of December 2021 as I record this from Auckland in New Zealand and yes I'm back in the clothes closet. recording the show. So thank you for all your lovely comments and tweets and emails about the roundup for 2021. I appreciate your kind comments very much. And this is another solo show on my creative and business goals for 2022. Now, remember, as you listen, that I am a full time author entrepreneur. So I have a lot going on. And if your goals are simpler than mine, like finishing your book or publishing for the first time or selling 1000 copies, then fantastic. You don't have to have such extensive goals as me. And in fact, I probably shouldn't have (laughs) such extensive goals. Uh, As you will hear, I, I just can't help myself. So I would love to hear about your goals and plans. So please leave a comment or tweet me at the creative pen or email me joanna at the creative if you'd like to share and we can keep each other accountable for another year. Right, let's get into it. Creative and business goals for 2022. We make plans, God laughs. The old Yiddish proverb will no doubt stand true for another year, but I just can't help myself. I need to make plans to have something to aim for. But given how 2021 didn't quite turn out as expected, for 2022 I will hold my plans and goals loosely and won't be surprised if they change. If I start off with lower expectations, perhaps it will turn out to be a spectacular... Spectacular? year for us all. Fingers crossed. So here's what I'm planning. Embrace multi-passionate creativity and optimise for curiosity. Every year I think that I might be more successful if I could just focus on a limited number of things. But as Walt Whitman said, I am large, I contain multitudes. As much as I try to say no more, I find so many things interesting along the way that I want to do it all or at least investigate things further. As Lisa Cron pointed out in episode 592, emotion telegraphs meaning. So if I am excited about a project or a topic, then I need to give it some time, even if the practical application and the revenue might not be obvious. I'm an author across multiple genres, I'm a podcaster, I'm an audiobook narrator, I'm a course creator, I'm a speaker, I'm a futurist. These days, I optimise more for curiosity than for maintenance of the status quo. Yes, there needs to be a balance, but I've been a full-time author entrepreneur since 2011, for over a decade now, and it cannot just be the same old, same old. I cannot write, publish, repeat. I cannot write to market. I cannot write because I have to. I refuse to grind it out. (laughs) I have so many things I want to create in 2022 and so many more things I want to learn about and share with you. 
I know I can't do it all, but I'm going to embrace my multi-passionate creativity, follow the paths my curiosity takes me down and see where the year takes me. So I have a number of categories of creative and business goals, but this overarching need to optimise for curiosity means that I will choose the various topics and projects along the way based on that idea of emotion telegraphs, meaning if I'm enthusiastic and I I really want to do it, then I'm going to do it. And if not, I won't. (laughs) And I guess I'll figure that out along the way. Books for authors under Joanna Penn. I have three current works in progress, all with significant words in draft form. How to write a novel is at 95,000 words. The Shadow Book has around 30,000 words, that's the working title, and the AI-assisted author has about 50,000 words. Now, although I'd love to say I'll write and publish all of these, (laughs) each is a significant piece of work, and obviously I have lots of other things I want to do, but I am committing there will be at least one non-fiction book for authors. I just don't know which as yet. There might also be a surprise book. as the relaxed author was last year, uh, since that sometimes happens, I am not going to second guess my muse (laughs) this early in the year, or in fact ever, because I always plan something and then something else comes along. In terms of marketing for my nonfiction, my main focus continues to be this weekly show on the Creative Pen podcast, my blueprint and email list. And of course, if you haven't signed up for my blueprint, just go along to thecreativepen.com forward slash blueprint and you'll also get my emails every couple of weeks. I'm also still active on Twitter at The Creative Pen, but to a much lesser extent than I used to be. I really, I, I've said many times I would pull off social media like entirely, entirely rather than give up something like the podcast or the email list. I've been paying an excellent freelancer through Readsy. Uh, please don't ask me who, just go to thecreativepen.com forward slash Readsy and you will be able to find uh, the freelancers who are available and I'm really happy with that. I'm going to continue that for my Amazon ads. Sorry, I should have said um, I'm paying someone to manage my Amazon ads for non-fiction only. So my Joanna Pen books have Amazon ads on run by a freelancer and I'm going to continue that in 2022. It's for me, it's like even if my ads just break even with um, the books we advertise, it's fine because I have a lot of other things and affiliate links and other books. So I'm definitely going to continue that in uh, this year. Books under JF Pen, thrillers, dark fantasy, horror, crime and travel. <laughs> Once again, I have quite a few books I want to write travelogue slash travel memoir. Uh, The Pilgrim's Way is currently at 30,000 word draft and also The St Cuthbert's Way, which is at 20,000 words. It makes sense from a marketing point of view to put these out together since they are new subgenre. So hopefully I will have them done this year. Like I really, really want to because I did The Pilgrim's Way in 2020. And also they're kind of pandemic-y, not totally, but they do have obviously some because it's memoir, there is emotional and other things going on during those books. So I'm also considering a Kickstarter for a special print run, as I'd love to have some beautiful paper editions and the formats that I love for the the paper. I've got some, I've been buying sort of paperbacks where I really love the texture uh, of the covers and you just can't do them with print on demand. So it's something I'm talking to White Fox about as they help with bespoke publishing projects, as we discussed in episode 566, if you want to um, listen to that. 
It also strikes me as I'm reading this, and I didn't put this in my notes, but given that I have so many words in draft, so I have like, I don't know, nearly 200,000 words in draft or over 200,000 words in draft book format. So I, uh, it's interesting. I didn't used to have that. It didn't used to be an issue for me. I would choose a book. I'd write the book. I'd publish the book. But there's a lot of uh, things holding me back in many areas. But clearly, there's a lot of um, resistance in many ways. So I probably need to circle back to Stephen Pressfield, uh, to Turning Pro and think about the resistance. Um, I know what some of these things are, but I, I, I just need to press on through and turn those drafts into finished products. That might be something that you are also struggling with is uh, maybe you've got lots of words in draft that you haven't turned into books. And my answer has always been decide which book it is and get it done. And that needs to be my own words to myself. So I'm telling that to myself now. So short stories. I have so many ideas and I need to get some of these out of my head. I feel like the uh, the pipe is full, so full of ideas that by writing some short stories, I might remove them and get them out of my head. And that will bring in more ideas, fresh ideas. And I love that. So I, I am aiming to do one short story a month, which... Um, will be interesting. I'll also record the audio versions myself and I might have enough for a collection by the end of the year. I've also got Arcane Thriller 13. Uh, I know the story opens in Vienna, but that's all I know. And I put Vienna in Tomb of Relics. (laughs) I kind of committed to Vienna, but uh, now the restrictions are pretty severe in Austria. So I don't know whether I'm going to make it there in person, but you never know. Uh, I do want to write uh, Arcane 13 because that series continues to be my main earner for my fiction. And I also have 13 more fiction projects sitting in Scrivener in various bits and bobs, including some standalones. Um, so I don't know. It, lots to write, never enough time. I know this is a perennial problem for all of us. What's so funny, and I'm, maybe you're listening to this and you're like, whoa, uh, how do you have so many ideas? Well, it's funny because I was also talking to someone the other day who, because um, uh, I'm in New Zealand and I lived in New Zealand, oh gosh, 20, I moved here in uh, 2000. I came in 2000 and kind of started living here in 2001. And so my friends here are sort of friends from 20 years ago before I was a writer. And so talking to them, like one friend said, oh, I'm going to, I want to write a novel and, but I don't have any ideas. And I'm like, okay, well, I remember that. I remember when I didn't have any ideas, but once you start like just tapping into that curiosity that I mentioned earlier. If you just follow that curiosity, you will find ideas. And that's um, that then the problem becomes how to (laughs) cull the ideas into projects. Anyway, back to my notes. I'm pretty sure I'll publish the travel books under JF Pen. Uh, I have been considering a new pen name like Joe Francis Pen, which I use for my books and travel show. The benefit of a new name for a new genre is mainly around keeping readers separate and training the algorithms for targeting and easier auto advertising. So there are lots of reasons that I should do that. But I also I don't have the bandwidth for another active brand. I'm not willing to start any new social media profiles or email lists. And one of my goals is to bring new readers to my fiction, which uh, my travel, uh, you know, appears in my fiction. So I'm erring on the side of JF Penn for the travel books. And it's look, it's going to be super obvious. Uh, You're going to know when you look at the book that it's not fiction. It'll have very different visual branding. So, yeah, there we go. 
In terms of marketing for my fiction, I mainly still, after many years, use free or discounted first in series, uh, scheduling promotions like free booksy, bargain booksy, book bob and other ad pushes to attract readers to my arcane series, which is 12 books. Uh, in Arcane series, I have two other trilogies, the Brooke and Daniel psychological crime thrillers, which is a three book series. It does have a an arc, really, but I didn't plan it that way. <laughs> so it's definitely open for more books. And the Matt Walker trilogy, which is a kind of a true trilogy and really does wind up um, at least one arc. Um, so, yeah, I mean, mainly the Arcane series is my main earner, as I said. I'm currently updating all the blurbs based on hiring Michael Brent Collings uh, as per episode 591. So um, I'm really going to try and tighten up my um, read through. And in order to do that, I'm going to do a light edit on Stone of Fire, which is my arcane free book one and tighten it up. I'm not going to be changing the story. I'm just going to be tightening up the um, the language. And I'll also be yeah, just generally m making the pace a bit faster. And it, because that's the later books I, I need to make the earlier books kind of resonate more so yeah I need to do that because I focus my marketing spend on that series and so I need to draw people through into the other books my writing has improved a lot over a decade <laughs> so even though part of me hates to revisit it I want more people to read on from book one and two and three so it's worth a little time to re-edit um, Stone of Fire and then Crypt of Bone and Ark of Blood. And they still have, you know, a decent read through, but I want to try and tighten it up even more. In terms of ads, as I'm mostly wide with my fiction and write cross genre, I haven't found that Amazon ads have worked well for my fiction. I have tried multiple times, but I am going to try again with Facebook ads, which uh, tend to work better for wide books. Uh, I've had some uh, success with uh, BookBub ads and, and other things. So I'm going to try again with Facebook. I'm currently working through Sky Warren's Author Ads Intensive, and I'm also going to go back through Mark Dawson's Ads for Authors course again to revisit those principles and um, practices and just just go back to basics you know that whole beginner's mind idea and things change all the time audiences change algorithms change people change books change <laughs> so I don't think it's enough to say oh ads don't work for me and I'm willing to try Amazon ads again for my fiction once I've tightened everything up but um, I do think that Facebook for wider audiences might be might work better but I am just going to go back through with beginner's mind and both of those courses are great. I know Mark is opening up his ads for course, ads for authors course. I have an affiliate link, thecreativepen.com forward slash ads, and you can sign up for the wait list if it's not open there. In terms of maintenance, I need to redesign my jfpen.com website and it generally needs some back end technical <laughs> updates, etc. Uh, I also need to work through and up update my email list automations. These are not sexy tasks <laughs> by any means, but they, all ne they are necessary business work that needs to be done. In 2021, I did the Creative Pen and kind of updated that. In 2022, I need to do JF Pen. And um, the theme I use, Author Pro, was uh, that they stopped supporting that in 21. So I need a new theme. I need to do stuff. Uh, so that is definitely has to be done. 
So that's books. Let's talk about the other things. So the Creative Pen website and podcast. Thank you to everyone who completed the recent survey for the show. It really helps me to know what you enjoy and find useful. We will hit episode 600 in the next month and then it's onward to 700, which I'm committing to now the wave of change is accelerating. The indie author ride is about to get more exciting and I'm keen to keep surfing it and sharing the journey with you. So in the survey, I asked about the main topics that you would like to see. And overall, it seemed that all of them are still relevant. (laughs) Respondents could check uh, multiple options and they were pretty close, to be honest. The order of preference in terms of topics is book marketing, writing, craft, fiction, self-publishing, business of writing, mindset, futurist topics and writing craft, non-fiction, which was possibly the only surprise is that uh, more of, far more of you want everything else than non-fiction. <laughs> so there you go. I also received lots of ideas on what else to cover and what you value. So I'm working through all of those comments and that will definitely inform uh, what I do going forward. But again, it does seem like the podcast is still serving you and the wider author community and the main shows certainly haven't dropped in terms of audience. So I'm happy about that. Expect the podcast to continue with a mix of all of those topics. Thanks so much to the corporate sponsors of the show and huge thanks also to my patrons at patreon.com forward slash the creative pen. And of course, if you support the show, you'll get the extra monthly Q&A audio when I answer your questions. And also those who have bought me coffee at buymeacoffee.com forward slash the creative pen. And in fact, one of my <laughs> one of my commitments to sleeping better is to change my coffees to decaf. <laughs> after about 11am. So yes, you can still buy me a coffee, but it might well be decaf from now on. (laughs) Your contribution enables me time to think about the bigger topics and particularly to keep reporting on and delving into the futurist stuff, which will benefit us all at some point. Talking of which, the creative future, putting new technologies into practice. So in 2021, I talked a lot about technological developments. And in 2022, I will be putting more of them into actual practice and integrating them into my creative process and my author business. It's time to start turning ideas into income. So while there are many changes ahead, there are three that I consider practical for 2022, at least if you're in the uh, (laughs) early stages of it all as I am. And those are NFTs, AI narration and AI writing tools. So I continue to be really excited about the potential of blockchain applications for the creator economy. I intend to drop some kind of NFT book and hopefully earn some ETH or another cryptocurrency. While I think there is definitely a bubble in some aspects of NFTs, it's important to keep an eye on the underlying infrastructure shift rather than the froth of media hype. It is not just about the JPEG. (laughs) And you can Google it's not just about the JPEG and you'll find tons of articles about why it's not. It's about NFTs as unique digital assets, about tokens for membership and community, about resale of digital assets and getting money down the value chain into the future, and much more. Please don't dismiss NFTs in totality just because you think $69 million for Beeple art or $10,000 on digital trainers is ridiculous. Which, you know, you could say it is ridiculous, but that's not the point. 
Blockchain and NFTs are creating more potential revenue streams and business models for creatives. So I will keep an eye on that for you and share what I learn as ever. I just ask that you keep an open mind. I also hope to work with Deep Zen on building my AI narrator voice and use it to narrate one of my books and maybe even make it available for licensing as another scalable income stream. I will use PseudoWrite and or other AI creative tools within my fiction writing process, mainly as an extended thesaurus for multi-sensory description as I've been doing. I will continue to be an ethical author and use an AI usage statement in the back of my fiction. I think transparency will become ever more important as deep fakes and AI generated content becomes more common. I'm also super curious about generative art. One of my favourite creators for visual art is The Archangel, and I'll link in the notes, who you'll appreciate if you enjoy my fiction as J.F. Penn. Given that AI tools can now generate art from words, I'm planning to experiment with creating visual art from passages of my fiction. I want to do a special futurist episode on generative art, visual art. So if it's something you're already into, please contact me and mention this episode. I found that writers become far more open to the idea of AI tools in other creative arenas other than writing. So you can email me joanna at thecreativepen.com if you know anything or are in fact doing generative visual art. If you want to know more about these futurist or technological topics, check out the resources at thecreativepen.com forward slash future. And of course, my online course, The AI Assisted Author, is available now at thecreativepen.com forward slash learn. And that is uh, all my up to date thinking on AI and everything to do with writers and being an author and marketing. And it's not just writing, it's all kinds of things. Books and travel. I love my books and travel podcast. It enables virtual escape without the hassle. (laughs) Every time I interview someone, I'm transported to a different culture and the creative spark fuels my muse and gives me ideas for where I'd like to go when the world eventually opens up again. Plus, I'm writing some travel memoirs, so it will eventually serve a marketing purpose as well. But I am seriously out of love with physical travel right now due to my experience with quarantine, isolation, repeated testing and vaccine passport bureaucracy here in New Zealand. And I need more time for writing and thinking and finishing all the projects I have in draft form. So the Books and Travel podcast will go monthly from January and I have a couple of episodes already pre-recorded that will be coming and I'll add in extra ad hoc personal and solo shows as they emerge and probably inevitably extra interviews as I find interesting people to talk to but I'm committing to monthly instead of bi-monthly. I'll also still blog and share photos from my travels and walks which I intend to do more of in 2022. So it's not going away, it's just reducing in um, in numbers. More tech, less tech, health, travel and connection. As the digital and online world becomes ever more important for my work and my social contacts, as well as creative experimentation, more tech, I also want to focus on the physical world and human connection, less tech. We are not just brains, we are physical humans. We need movement and we need connection with others. So while I want to immerse further in the digital stream, I also want to disconnect more 
and be more embodied. I don't think these two are mutually exclusive. Both can exist together. In fact, they have to. Because we need more tech as authors, and we need more offline time for life and love and everything else that matters. As I mentioned in my 2021 roundup, I've struggled with physical and mental health in the last year. And the health gains I did manage in the first half of the year broke down when I had COVID (laughs) and with the disruption of international travel. So in 2022, I'm recommitting to my intermittent fasting practice, my daily walks, and also my longer multi-day walks, as well as my twice-weekly weights workout with my personal trainer, Dan. I'll also focus on sorting out my sleep. I have a lot of things to try, and I know that if I can sleep more effectively, uh, a lot of other things will fall back into place. And I do have a list uh, of things, and once I'm back in... (laughs) somewhere where I can control my environment more, that will be number one. I do need to get my fitness back as I have committed to walking my Camino de Santiago in in late, I guess, Q3, if COVID restrictions allow. And I'm considering several routes at the moment. I probably won't do the long, the super long one. The front says I'll probably do a shorter route for many reasons. I'd also want to try the London Orbital, which is not a pilgrimage, but a walk I really fancy around a city that is endlessly fascinating and there are no travel restrictions or testing requirements. (laughs) We would also really like a holiday somewhere in Europe, but we're not booking anything because of all the uncertainty. I do have some in-person conferences on the horizon, but once again, COVID restrictions may not allow it. I'm thinking about London Book Fair in April, the Creator Economy Expo, CEX, in Arizona in May, Thriller Fest in New York City in June, Mark Dawson's SPF Live also in June and 20 Books Vegas in November. Now it is, I would probably say 100% likely that I will not be going to all those things. (laughs) But I've penciled them in and you never know, even if I make one of those things or a couple, then that would be awesome. Given my experience with COVID, as well as my uh, New Zealand quarantine testing and vaccine passport difficulties, which are based on international differences um, and different you know, paperwork. I will only travel if restrictions are not too difficult in the destination country, state and city. You might think it's easy enough to get a vaccine pass in your own country, but try dealing with someone else's bureaucracy and it all becomes too difficult. So yeah, I'm definitely going to be looking at that. Uh, Also the testing costs. Oh my goodness. Uh, The New Zealand, the the whole New Zealand testing process uh, has been obviously difficult, but also very, very expensive. Um, So yeah, I think we all have to factor that into travel. It makes it difficult in many ways. And even though, you know, I am a dedicated traveler. um, Yeah, it's it's proving more difficult than expected. Financial goals. As I mentioned in my 2021 roundup, my overall income dipped last year and I need to reverse the trend. If you want to increase profit in a business, there are two main levers you can use, cut costs or increase revenue or both. My business is actually pretty lean on costs and in fact that is part of the problem. Most successful authors now spend more than I do, much more than I do, in fact, on advertising and marketing. So once again, as I mentioned, it's back to the fundamentals with ads. 
I will never be a super fast writer publishing a book a month, but now I have a decent backlist for fiction and non-fiction. So if I bring more readers into those ecosystems without spending too much, then it should result in financial growth. While I've spent less within the business, I have actually taken money out to invest more than usual over the pandemic time, and that continues to be a focus. My next major financial goal is to make more from my investments than my work, in inverted commas, because my work is also my passion and I'm never going to (laughs) stop. But that is a multi-year plan with a lot of facets. Um, But it's interesting because I started out, I'm just uh, diverging from my notes here, but I started out with, uh, I want to leave my job. And of course, I did that in... um, 2011. And then I wanted to make six figures. And then I wanted to make multi six figures, uh, which I've been doing consistently since 2015 ish. And uh, now I feel like, okay, I need I want to make um, more money from my investments than my job. So that if I have another year like 2021, I um, or multi years like 2021, or I want to retire at some point, (laughs) then that will support me. And of course, remember, we as uh, if you're a full time author, and you don't have a day job, you have to sort out your own retirement, no one's going to do that for you. So if you uh, want to look into this, So clearly, this is not a financial or investment focused site. This is not financial advice. I am not a financial advisor. (laughs) So please get advice for your own situation. But I do have a list of recommended money books. If you want to take this further, just go to thecreativepen.com forward slash money books and you'll find lots of things uh, to help. They're mostly focused on the US and UK and Canadian markets, but um, you can extrapolate it to your jurisdiction. So once again, like most author entrepreneurs, the plan is to write more books, fiction and nonfiction, optimise my backlist, refocus on ads and continue with my investment plans as well as podcasting. So thank you so much for being a part of my community in the last year, for buying my books in all formats, for being a patron of the show, for clicking my affiliate links, for leaving positive reviews on my books and this podcast, and for recommending them to others. I wouldn't have this career without you. So thank you so much. And I hope you'll join me for the year ahead. Onwards into 2022 creatives. Let's make it a good one as much as possible. So I hope you found my goals useful in formulating your own. And remember, I'm a full time author entrepreneur. This is my day job as well as my hobby and my passion. Plus, I am a super goal setting junkie. So if your goal is mainly to finish your book or publish your first book or sell your first a thousand copies, then awesome. Don't succumb to comparisonitis. which I say as someone who always struggles with it. But um, yes, we all have goals at different levels and at different stages of our career. So what are your creative and business goals for 2022? I would love to know. Please leave a comment and let's keep each other accountable for another year. You can leave a comment on the show notes or the um, YouTube channel, or you can tweet me at the creative pen with a double N, you can email me joanna at thecreativepen.com. Thank you so much. So next week, we're back into the interview shows and we're focusing on health for the new year. Dr. Anne Bartolucci will be talking about better sleep, which, as I've mentioned, is certainly one of my challenges at this stage of my life. So happy writing, happy new year, and I'll see you next time. 
Thanks for listening today. I hope you found it helpful. You might also like the backlist episodes and show notes available at thecreativepen.com forward slash podcast. You can also get your free author blueprint at thecreativepen.com forward slash blueprint. If you'd like to connect, you can tweet me at The Creative Pen or find me on Facebook at The Creative Pen. See you next time.